Hello, everyone. Welcome to the weekend edition of the Daily Devos. We have a great conversation with Joey. Joey came to be a part of the new creation community and family about a year and a half or two years ago as he was riding his bike past Malik's. Malik and him struck up a friendship. I got invited into the loop and Joey started coming and sharing life with us ever since. He lives in one of our home together units and he has beautiful dreams and plans for his life and you are going to be so encouraged by his story and receive hope that God moves, that God transforms, that God brings reconciliation to our lives and to our neighborhood. So enjoy this conversation and uh, prayerfully give thanks to God as you hear his story. Um, but yeah, I thought it would be cool if people could get to know you a little bit because um, I thought it's been really neat how you've connected with our community and how you've started to, you know, you're with uh, the Dumases every week when you can. And all I can. Yeah. But my, so. my schedule's like upside down right now. Yeah. It's upside down because the, the well, I told you last week, yeah. the, the gentleman that he got COVID and they gave me his schedule. Well, he came back yesterday okay. for like three hours. Oh, man. And he's scheduled again today for like three hours. Uh, so I'm still going to have his schedule maybe towards the end of this week. And then who knows what's going to happen next right. week. Yeah. I like it and I don't because, you know, I was used to going in at noon and sleeping till 10. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, it's really hard for me to sleep. I don't know yeah. why. And uh, Mariah gave me some melatonin. Oh, uh, yeah. Some gummies. Yeah. And I took two of those last night, and I still yeah. couldn't sleep. I didn't get to sleep till like three this morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then I got up at six thirty, and then I went back to sleep. And then I got up at eight forty, and I said, "Oh no, I gotta take bread." <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Do you want to? Were you willing to kind of go? Tell me a little bit about your story, like. Uh, where'd you grow up? I kind of bigger moments. Yeah. Well, I grew up here in Albuquerque and also in the East Mountains. Okay. Um, our, my family, we have a ranch out there. Yeah. In 1973, we started building a house out there, and we just did it ourselves. We dug the foundation, and and then we had to haul the adobes because it's an adobe house. Oh, so cool. we hauled the adobes from Los Lunas, Tomé, in that area. Uh-huh. And it was my dad's pickup, my uncle's pickup, my other uncle's pickup, and my my dad's brother, he had one of them, I guess it's a two and a half ton truck that he used for his roofing company. Yeah. And we would load that thing, but when you're 14, 13 years old, you know, a 60 pound Adobe weighs a lot. <laughs> you know, and, and parents were strict, parents were very strict, and there was no slacking, there was no, anyways, yeah. I went to high school at El Dorado High School, graduated with about a C average. <laughs> not a great, but not bad either. Right. I was right there, average. Yeah. And from there I went to work after high school and, oh God, there's so many things I could say and I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, life was pretty decent and then it wasn't and yeah. then it wasn't again and then, you know, you know about my... Yeah. vacations that I took over yeah. the years and yeah um, been married and divorced three times um, 
was Catholic through my family, was a forced Catholic, but it wasn't my choice. Uh -huh. um, then as I got out of the house, I chose not to go to church mm -hmm. at all because all I knew was Catholicism and, and I didn't like it. I wasn't a fan of it. It wasn't for me. And then many years of doing drugs and womenizing and bad choices in life. And then I became homeless in 2011. I was homeless for a year. And then I met this gentleman named Paul Cordova at a small church on the corner of Third and Iron. Hmm. It was called All Faith International. Wow. And I met this man and he believed in me and, and he helped me out. And from that point I started a little part-time job. And then I got a job with like 30 hours, which is also part-time, but it was more than the 15, 20 that I had before. And then I got a full-time job mm -hmm. and went from the street to a motel and then from motel to an apartment. And then I got another bad choice in life. Okay. <laughs> I made another bad choice in life. And, and finally in 2019, um, things started falling together. That's when I met Malik here yeah. at the thrift store and came to your church. Yeah. And it's been a blessing. Yeah. It's been a blessing for me since I'm since the first day that I went to the New Creations. Awesome. It was a blessing. Um, I was I'm able to be myself, but yet I'm able to not be myself. Okay. I I, <laughs> I I can still see me, but I'm not that person anymore. Yeah. You know, I can see that I've made better choices in life, of course. Yeah. Um, in the time frame that I began New Creations Church to today. I've been able to put my life in a position that it should have been 50 years, well, 35 plus years ago. Yeah. And that's where I'm at today. It's, 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 it's really nice. I've, I'm helping people. Um, I'm doing the right thing. I mean, I have a great apartment. I bought myself a car. I've got a great job. I mean, Everything has fallen into the places it should have many, many, many years ago. Yeah. And I'm 60 years old and I'm beginning again. Yeah. But now a lot of people... It's a new beginning. Yeah. This is a new beginning, not an old new beginning. Right. It's, it's an actual new beginning. Yeah, it really seems like it's going to stick. It is. It's for good, right? No, it's no, a new no, beginning. This is it. Yeah. This is it. I mean, yeah. I've made... Well, I haven't made up my mind. God's helped me make up yeah. my mind that yeah. this is where I need to be. Yeah. This is who I am. Yeah. This is who I've always mm -hmm. been. I just took, instead of the, the one that curves around the hardest road, I, I would always take the easy road, the easy mm -hmm. road, the easy road. Now I'm taking the road that's a little less traveled, <laughs> and it's actually helping me. It's making me more mature. It's making me more... I see things better. Yeah. I feel things more. Yeah. I I just try to stop and think before I open my mouth. Yeah. You know, so That's beautiful. It's it's been it's been it's been rough, but it's also been I mean a a, a good learning experience. Yeah. To fail and fail and then finally, you know, say, Whoa. Yeah. This is who I am. This I is love who that. I've been. I love what you're saying is it's not about you, your actions are different, but 
it's based in your identity. You're saying, I am this person. Yes. God has made me this person. I've always been this person. Now I'm going to act like I, who I am. And so you're not, it's not behavior modification. You're not like changing your behavior. You're going back to who you are, your identity and acting like yourself, right? Exactly. You're acting like yourself. Exactly. I, I, I've always had the feeling uh-huh. I was never, I never allowed myself to express it. Mm-hmm. I've always had the, the want and the drive, yeah. but I've always made that bad choice. I've always said, you know what? God, that just seems so hard to be that person. Mm. This is so much easier to fail. Mm. It's easier to, to, to take that ugly road. Yeah. You know, but it's not in a long run. There's too many people on that road. It's crowded. It's a very crowded road. You know, you can't move forward. Now I'm taking this road and I'm just walking and just going along and everything. You know, and I have people next to me. I have people in front of me and I have people behind me, but they're all in a positive way. Awesome. Talk to me because you said um, what I've been encouraged by is like your relationships are are beginning to be reconciled. Yes. You mentioned like with your kids and with your father. Yes. Talk to me about how how that happened. Through the years, <clears throat> through the years when, when my daughter was growing up, I tried to be in her life. But the drugs, the womanizing, the single life, the bad choices I made didn't allow me to be stable, didn't allow me to be there, there, there. I was there, mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. you know, I was, yeah. it was a hit and run yeah. all the time. And now I have a great relationship with my oldest grandson. Yeah. He's 18, almost 19. He's going to be 19 on the 17th of this month. Um, and my middle granddaughter, um, she's just, she's my heart. She's my, I mean, you, you know, I know you're not supposed to play favorites, but God, she's my heart. And the baby, of course, she's just everything. Yeah. And my daughter and I have a great relationship now. Um, I've apologized to her. I've sat down with her and told her, I said, you know, the choices I made weren't because of you. They were because of me. And, and I'm, I failed to be a positive role model in her life when she was growing up. Yeah. And she's accepted my apology and, and her and I are, are tight now. We're, yeah. we're really good. My father, same thing for years and years and years. I held resentment towards him. Mm. I held anger, lots of anger because of how he was, he was mean. He was just a mean, mean person mm. with all of us. I mean, but I, I can't speak for brothers and sisters. I can only speak for me, and, yeah. and I didn't like it. Right. I didn't like who he was. I didn't like how he how he treated us. Um, today, I see them once a week. Awesome. I go visit him and his wife, and and we we have meals together now. We we I, I, as soon as COVID can allow us to do something, we're going to go fishing. Yeah. You know, he's eighty six, uh-huh. almost eighty seven. You know, and. I don't know how much time we have left. He's yeah. a strong man. He's still healthy. Yeah. He never drank a lot. He's never smoked. You know, so he's he's pretty healthy. Yeah. And I see him still for a, you know x amount of years. Yeah. But I'm gonna cherish and try to bond yeah. with, with that man a lot more. Uh, we had a conversation a few years back, um, and I I actually forgave him. And asked him to forgive me for things wow. that he did and things that I did, you wow. know. And it's really different. It's yeah. different. It's different. It's like 
day and night. Wow. You know, but we, yeah, we do have a better relationship than I've ever had with him. That's he beautiful. actually says, I love you. Oh, and yeah. he never, not once ever said that back in the day. That's beautiful. Ever. That's beautiful. You know, so. Man, on Easter, which I know you were working, I'm not, I'm not rubbing any face, oh, but, God, <laughs> but, uh, but we talked about because Jesus rose from the dead, and that was fine, because Jesus rose from the dead, we are no longer in our sins. And what I think that means, it's more than just Jesus frees us from the sins we've committed, the damage we've caused, right? You've caused harm and hurt to your daughter, to your father. But that was also, he frees us and delivers us from the sins committed against us. Against us as well. And, and, the, and your father sinned against you and, and people sinned against you. And that you began, well, the horrible thing about sin is it like starts to define how you act. It tells a lie about your identity, right? Like you're saying, and so you start living out of that woundedness. Mm -hmm. And what I see in your life, which not everyone gets to see, but God is with Jesus in your life. He says he's reconciling all things to himself. And so he's, you're no longer in your sins, right? Right. He's, he's releasing you of these sins that you've committed, but also of the sins committed against you. Against me. And And he's healed you. And, you know, I have forgiven a lot of people that, yeah. not to their faces, because a lot of them I, I, I don't see anymore. Yeah. But I've 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 knelt down and prayed about it, and and of course between Jesus and myself, we I have forgiven a lot of people. Yeah. There's people that I probably haven't yet, but I, yeah. you know, little by little, it's gonna it's gonna I'm gonna remember such and such person that I did this or that to back in the day. Yeah. I wasn't myself. Yeah. I mean, I really wasn't. I'm not going to blame the drugs. I'm going to blame it was all my, my choices. Yeah, right. But I was in a blur. Yeah. I was in a blur and oblivious to anything caring, anything. I was, it was all about me. Yeah. You know, now it's not about me. It's about Jesus through me. Yes. And it feels different and it feels right. If you had to... Uh, if there's someone, you know, listening to this conversation or if you had a chance to talk to someone who's still in the blur, who's still not acting like themselves, like what would you tell them? Or or for the person, put that the, person, put yeah, the bottle ahead. down and get on your knees and 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 and, and be free. Yeah. Because you you're never going to be free with the with with drugs, alcohol, um just I don't even know what the word is, just you're 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 caged up. You yeah. you you can only do. You're like a horse with blinders, and that's it. Uh-huh. You know you can't see nothing else. Right. All you see is what's in front of you, and sometimes that's not enough. Yeah. You need to see what's around you. You need to know who you're hurting. You need to know who you're saying what you're saying to. Um, Malda's brother is an alcoholic, um, and through his alcoholism, he got into an argument with my mom's sister's husband who's why it was my uncle and my uncle shot him five times didn't kill him thought he killed him went down the road and took his own life because he said he would never go to prison if he killed somebody so he thought he killed my brother which he didn't so he drove this was at the ranch and he drove down to the highway and our and our dirt road sat there and just put the gun under here and boom took his own life you know and it was my brother's fault I mean, my uncle was doing the drugs, but my brother's the one that instigated the whole thing. Um, and it was over a dog fight nine years prior. Oof. They just held that animosity and, and anger towards each other, and they expressed it negatively. And, oh. 
And <clears throat> he stopped drinking for about three months, you know, as he healed, and now it's worse, mm. you know. And he treats his wife bad. He doesn't have a relationship with anybody in the family. Nobody wants to be around him. Yeah. He's just terrible. He's just, he's angry. He's, he's, uh, he's hateful. He's, 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 he's got the devil in him so hard, and, and, and I won't even talk to him. Uh-huh. I can't. Yeah. Because he doesn't, he doesn't want to hear anything. But he thinks he's right. He thinks everything that he's doing is okay. And and I've been there. I've yeah. been there. I know how wrong it is. But I can't tell him. Yeah. He has to see it for himself. Yeah. Nobody told me. I had to see it for myself. Yeah. yeah people did talk to me. Yeah. But I still had to recognize that I was that bad choice person. Yeah. I was that bad, angry, resentful, harmful, ugly person. Mm. And. Yeah, that's beautiful. Praise God, right? Yeah. Every day. Every (laughs) day I praise God. Yeah. Because I can't be, I can't, I'm not going back. Yeah. I would rather, you know. forward. Well, I would rather not be around if I had to go back to that. Yeah. I would rather say, you know what, Lord, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm done. You know, if I go back to that, I'll probably end up back where, where I've been three times. Yeah. You know. Two more questions? Can I ask you two more Absolutely. questions? Well, I love this. Thank you, Joey. Um, one is, uh, as I talk to people who are starting a new beginning, mm-hmm. oftentimes the biggest barrier and the biggest discouragement is their past. Mm-hmm. Like they feel like, like you just said, um, I'm 60 years old. I should have done this when I was 30 or 25. 20. And like, yeah, 20. So I've got 40 years that I didn't do it. And sometimes the regret and the guilt uh, of what they haven't done prevents them from saying, I'm going to start now. Right. And I don't see that in you. You, 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 you've been able to say, Hey, yeah, that would have been great if I would have had 40 years oh, doing yeah. what I'm doing now, but that's not the case. And so I know you have dreams, you know, you got a 10 year plan, you're set. Um, do you struggle with that? What advice would you give to people who, who's, who are allowing their regret or, you know, many years of what they should have done. Slide them down today. Yes. Um, just, you know, like the Lord says, anything that you've done, any sin you've committed, um, any harm or any negative thing that's happened in your life, as soon as he receives it, it's gone. Mm. You need to live your life that way. Mm. You need to realize that, you know what, you can't change what happened 20, 30, 40 years ago. You can only change what's going on today and tomorrow. If tomorrow comes, but today you have to move forward. You can't, you can't let, why did I do this? Who did, you know, you can't allow yourself to live in the past because it's all it's going to do is slow you down and, or stop you. Right. And you're going to end up back living your past. Right. Um, if you pray, get with somebody that you can talk to because I talked a lot with Malik. Mm. I talk a lot with you. Yeah. You know, the Dumas is, oh my Lord, they are a blessing in my life. Mm. They let me just, you know, <laughs> and you need to, you need to release it. You need to release it any which way you can, because if not, it's going to eat and it's going to chew and it's going to bite and it's going to, it's going to stop you from who, who you, who you really are. Yeah. You know, I, I can't go back. Yeah. I will not. I choose not to. That's going to be the only good choice I make. Yeah. If I make any more, it's going to be not to go backwards. Right. I have to move forward. I I need to see that I have a future still. Yeah. 
yeah. no matter what. Yeah. And my future is God. Yeah. My future is with Jesus. My future is with this church. My future is with this community. Yeah, yeah, you know? I love that. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are, you know, you said Paul Cordova. Uh, uh, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people on the street or in apartments or whatever that need a Paul Cordova, you know, they another do. person, a Joey, you know, you know who says, hey, man. Why did he pick me out of the crowd? Yeah, right. He saw, he says, I just saw you. And, 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 and he said, G -G God talked to me and said to go talk to that man right yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, he bought me my first ever Bible. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, he he took me to his home yeah. and, and we prayed and he let me stay there and let me get cleaned up and go look for work. I mean, yeah. this man didn't have to do it. Yeah. He said that God spoke to him. And I understand that. Now, I didn't then. Yeah. But I understand how, how the Lord speaks to us. That's awesome. And it, yeah. it, it, it's, 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 wow, it's different. It's yeah. totally different when, you're, when you want to listen when you want to accept it, when you want to feel what you feel. Yeah. And I love, I also am encouraged in a weird way by the fact that that wasn't your turning point, right? No, it wasn't. Um, he got involved in your life. You, you started making progress, but then you took like five steps back. I did. Um, but I, so I find like what I'm learning as we, you know, as, as, I struggle with my stuff and as I'm with others struggling with their stuff, this is a journey. It's a long process. I think we think, I've been thinking a lot about Disney movies, right? Like we think in an hour oh, and a fa half, the fairy tale, yeah, an hour and a half, like the guy on the street, you invite him into the house, let him shower, he gets a job and then he's great. But dude, it's like a 20 year journey. When was that? You said it was 2019 when you it finally was, got it. Like, it was 2011. Yeah. So eight years. Paul. Yeah. So. Eight more years. Eight later. more years, and uh, that's what life is. So that's. But there's been a couple other people that's yeah, been a, a yeah, good influence in my life, and they're they're still in my life. Right. Um, Lee Regan, for one, the old man. He's I call him old man. Well, he's older. He's seventy something. Um, I met him at a church with my third wife, uh -huh. and he asked me if I wanted what I did on the weekends, and I said I don't do a whole lot. I go I work Monday through Friday. And you want to go? For a hike, yeah. absolutely, you know. And from that point on, he, we became really good friends. Awesome. And we have lunch once a month. Nice. Yeah. And then there's Tina Iverson. She was a job developer at St. Martin's. She found me close to where when I went to interviews, she uh, gave me bus passes yeah. to go to my interviews. You know, she, there's been people that have been not a stepping stone and not a helping hand not not a handout but a hand up yeah you know they they, they opened the door for me yeah that I couldn't open by myself yeah you know and they're companions with you on the journey right they're companions yeah. still today yeah I haven't seen Paul Cordova I don't even know I've tried to look for him yeah. I know he's a firefighter somewhere oh, okay and I am gonna find him when I now that I'm getting my internet <laughs> I am gonna find that yeah man because yeah. I owe him he's the one that opened the first door that's awesome you know? and that first door was probably the hardest yeah. All these other ones have been a little easier every time I'm opening a door. It's not as it's not locked or, or it's not stuck or anything. It's it's opening yeah. maybe slowly, but it's still opening. Yeah. You know. Awesome man. Awesome. So encouraging. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate yeah, really you. Yeah, yeah. I do. I really do a lot. And I got my list what you asked me to get. Okay, cool. So we'll get started with that. All right, we'll stop that. Well there it is. Joey. Great guy. I'm so encouraged to hear 
how God moves in a long obedience in the same location, in the same direction as we walk with one another through the highs and lows, through the dips and valleys of our life. Jesus is at work and we see that in Joey's life. See that in so many of our lives. I'm thankful that Jesus meets us right where we are, always present and at work, drawing us into who we really are. Children made in the image of God whom Jesus loves and invites us, calls us into who we are as his children, his kingdom citizens. Enjoy this weekend. Enjoy looking at the portraits of your life, the symbols that give you meaning and tell your story. Love you, church. Have a great weekend.